big agency results with small agency hustle without being completely overwhelmed? Is that even possible? Sure it is. It's called agile marketing. Could you use some of that marketing magic in your agency? Join me and this week's guest, Stacey Ackerman, for another episode of Strategy Talk. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. Let's strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation. It's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Now here's your host, Doreen Moore and Van Dam. Hello, everybody. My name is Doreen Moore and Van Dam. Welcome to Strategy Talks. If you're watching this live, we'd love to know where you're watching from, whether you're on YouTube, Facebook, or LinkedIn, put it in the comments so um, I guess and I know where you're watching. If you're watching on the replay, we would love to know um, that you are, so put hashtag replay in the comments and we can answer any questions that you have. And last but not least, welcome to those of you who listen to Strategy Talks as a podcast. Want to make sure that you feel welcome as, uh, as well and that you are included in this conversation we're about to have. So without much further ado, I'm gonna bring up onto the stage my friend, Stacy Ackerman. Hi, Stacy. how are you today? I'm great, thanks so much for having me here today. I'm excited, my first live. I know, when you were just selling me in the green room, I was like, whoa, that's exciting. Um, it's just like riding a bicycle. You know, you've been on video before, it's just live. There might be a bunch of people watching and. A lot of, you know, I have to say, most of the bulk of the people that are going to watch this live are actually not going to watch it live. <laughs> so uh, that might be a little more comforting to you than not. So for those of you who are here, who are watching, who are listening, who is Stacy Ackerman? Stacy is a well-known thought leader in the agile software and agile marketing communities. For a decade, she has successfully transformed traditionally run companies into cultures and teams that embrace Agility. She's a regular contributor on agile marketing for MarTech and Forbes Coaches Council and speaks at global agile conferences, including multiple years at the global scrum gathering. She's helped numerous companies, including MedLife, Shipped, Sleep Number, Best Buy, all of those um, to become more agile. She holds a bachelor's in journalism and communication and a master's in organizational change management. Stacy, where are you located? I am in the Raleigh, North Carolina area. All right, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, we talked about that. So for those of you who know anything about me, who follow strategy talks and follow myself and more in media, um, I might have mentioned that about four years ago, um, I took an agile marketing course and Stacy was my teacher. So that's how Stacy and I met. I was introduced to agile marketing um, two days in New York City, about the same week that the world shut down when COVID started. And um, it was a crazy time, but I learned so much. And the one thing that I can tell you as you're listening, as you're watching this, is that when Stacy was teaching me the Agile way, it just felt familiar to me. And I think once I put one-on-one -on -one together, a lot of the ways 
agilist think and work is how I was raised in the Netherlands with a Calvinistic upbringing and the, the society the way it is. So it just felt like it was a great framework for me. But the other piece to that was as a social media marketer it was very different than what Stacy initially what you were teaching. So let's talk about what is agile, what is agile marketing and why did I, why might I've had a little bit of an issue or a problem initially connecting it to social media. Um, could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So agile really in itself is just about being responsive, being quick to change. Um, I, I would say planning at the last responsible moment, you know, not, not um, being really stuck in your ways and, and coming up with an annual plan that you can't pivot from. And it's so needed in today's marketing world and world in general, because we don't know what's happening. Um, when we do think about the pandemic happening and all these other events in the world and how um, our customers needs change so quickly. So we need to have this agility and flexibility. And if you read a lot of the business publications, you'll see with AI, um, agility, not, not the practice, but the mindset of agility is one of the really hugely needed skills as we get into this more um, artificial intelligence world. So it's really interesting. To answer your second question about the social media piece, why it didn't relate, um, typically when we were teaching Agile, we're thinking about it a little bit um, from a large organization perspective, because those are the folks that are the least agile, generally. The bigger the company, the least agile they are and the more um, training that they require because they're used to a lot of functional silos and um, different departmental handoffs, et cetera. Um, but even a small social media business uh, can benefit from aspects of agility, the mindset, the workflows, different ways that we can approach it. And um, I'm a small business owner myself, and I take all of those concepts, not every single one of them, um, but many of them in my own business, too. Yeah. So let's talk about that. I'm going completely off script. Um, but what are some of the practices or, you know, there, there's a lot of practices, right? Agile, agility or the agile framework is built on several principles and values, but what are some of the practices that you as a small business owner um, use or that you implement in your daily workflow? Yeah, I would say that probably the one that I like the most is my backlog and I use a, a Trello board. Trello is a tool to manage your workflow. Um, where I look and plan my week out. So I will do a weekly planning with my business partner. We'll look at our prioritize list. That's our backlog of upcoming work. And we'll think about what do we need to do this week? Um, we also do what we call a blueprint, which gives us kind of our quarterly big goal. And we can always take those little chunks and say, are we on target for our big goal? Are we close? Are we not close? Are we doing the right work? Or are we getting sidetracked? And then we have this visible board where we can hold each other accountable. So we're just a team of two people and we can hold each other accountable and we can see where work as and the workflow throughout the week. Um, so, so those are a couple of things that big companies do, but even us with two people, we do. So we plan um, and, and we have a backlog and um, we have almost what I would call weekly cycles, weekly work cycles. So it works really well.
That's great. Can I ask you to explain the difference between a to-do list and a backlog? I think for me, that was like one of the biggest aha moments uh, when I was in your in your class. Yeah. So a backlog is ideas of things you may or may not do in the future. It isn't commitment. Um, and it is what we call emergent and evolving. So you just sort of keep think of that as like a placeholder for ideas and things that you want to do in the future. And then that your to-do list is what we call when we go into planning, when I go on Monday morning, we plan our week, we move some of those items that are at the top of our backlog because we've said those are the ones kind of bubbling to the surface. We move those into to-do. We think about maybe we pick three or four of them for the week that we want to accomplish. And then that um, kind of becomes our weekly plan. So we're really only committing to them once we say, okay, we're starting this new cycle. We're going to commit to those things. That's awesome. So let's let's at, talk about the overwhelm and the rapid pace in marketing, right? How can Agile, Agile principles help a small agency, a small team, break down some of the challenges and, and manageable pieces um, of say content creation or anything like that. And you kind of talked about it with the backlog and, and the to-do, but is there are there any other things that we can do? Sometimes it just, everything comes at you all at once, you know? And and so how, how because that's really one of the biggest pain points that I hear um, my colleagues say, small business owners, marketers, like, it, 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 you know, the floodwaters, uh, the floodgates open and all of a sudden there's all this work and then there's this dry period. How do you, when you get that rapid overwhelm, what are, what are some things that you can do that help you move out of that panic mode? Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Um, and I do content marketing for other people as well, so I can completely relate to this one. I don't think you can lose sight of strategy. And so what happens too often is the content marketer just gets fed things instead of being a part of that strategy conversation. And so um, a practice that, that we do with our clients is called a blueprint. And it's really looking at what is our strategy. Um, you can do it by the month. You can do it by the quarter. We usually will do it by the quarter. But if it's rapidly moving, you can do like a monthly strategy. And what are those high level outcomes that you're looking for? Because content marketing isn't about how much content you can produce. It's about what outcomes you're looking to produce. And um, that's really the beauty in agile marketing too, is we really want to take that business perspective and look at um, what outcomes do we want and trying to set those things. Um, and so we call those success criteria, and I encourage marketers to write success criteria. Hey, what is our success criteria maybe with this new you know, blog series that we're trying to do? What are we hoping to gain from it? Because maybe it's going to take 10 posts, and maybe it's going to take two to get to it. Right, right. Okay. All right. That's I love that. And I love that you talked about strategy, because that's something that you know, I definitely teach and I implement strategy first. You know, we always go back to the strategy, no matter what tactics people want to try or trends that are coming or patterns they see on so, especially on social, but things are fast changing. 
um, our, if our strategy is to get brand awareness, why would we jump on a silly trend and make a dancing video if that's not going to really help us with brand awareness, uh, right? So making sure that what you uh, you know, what you create or what you're asked to create lines up with the strategy, I think is, is great. So small teams, tight budgets, right? Small agency, small budgets. How can Agile help optimize maybe resources um, and making sure that the initiative they want to do um, get the right time, get the right um, attention? Yeah, I mean, I think that all once again does tie back to one the strategy, but also um, the data and analytics behind how things are performing, right? So you need to look at those things on both ends. What are we trying to accomplish? You can't accomplish everything, right? Um, and so really nailing that down and having focus. Agile marketing is really about um, strong focus, and then. Um, looking even at every single piece and saying, um, do we continue this or do we abort the mission, so to speak, right? And I've had many times where I think I'm going down a path or a client does and it doesn't perform like you expect. So the ability to stop and pivot and the ability for your clients to recognize that that is a big piece of this. We don't want to continue just doing things because someone asked for them. You want to work smarter, not harder. Oh, I love that you said that about the data. So the data will tell you whether you should continue or not. And if you're not, first of all, guys, if you're not looking at your data and like Stacy said earlier, if you have a year plan and you're sticking to that and you're putting your blinders on, you could be doing something that's not working for six months. Like, why would you do that? Right. So you've got to look at your data constantly and adjust. Um, your strategy stays the same. Your tactics will change. So I love that you um, that you that you mentioned that. Um, so there was something else that I wanted to, and it just totally, <laughs> totally lost my train of thought. Um, as far as agile, if people think about agile and agile marketing, um, if somebody wants to learn more, Stacy, and I know I have some more questions about how to implement this, but somebody you know might be watching this and they're like, okay, I'd love everything that Stacy's saying. I need agility in my company. Who? And how and where can somebody learn about it, but also who is usually the decision maker in a company that says, let's just hire an agile marketer or let's just implement agile. And, you know, if if somebody's watching and is a social media manager, could they bring it to the C-suite? If somebody is a, a CMO and watching and says, how do I bring this to my C-suite? You know, how, you know, they're part of the C-suite, but how do I sell this to my colleagues? If, if somebody is the CEO of a company and says, I have a marketer and I want them to be more agile, how does that work, Stacey? Because this is what you do, right? You go into companies. Can you explain mm -hmm. that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, depending on the size of the company, but we always want to start with training, right? You have to understand what agile is and, and how it works and how it fits into the way that you work and, and what goals you want out of it, right? Because, um, some people are trying to do it because they want to get better at prioritization. Some people want to get better at speed to market. Um, there can be different aspects of that. Um, but we do training, coaching, um, mentoring, you know, coming into organizations and basically helping you figure out um, your best path forward. We always, in a, a larger company particularly, um, suggest training leaders. 
kind of first and foremost so that they understand what they're asking teams to do. Um, that is really, really important. Um, and then in hiring people, you definitely want to look for people that are a little bit more well-rounded than overly specialized because an agile team is all about um, looking at the business goal, not the tactical thing you're trying to do. So um, that will really help. And it is about teamwork. Um, a team can be, you know, a two-person a two team, a one, maybe you're one person doing this, um, or it can be a team of like eight or 10 people, depending on the size of the organization. Um, but one thing I can tell you, it's just kind of a fun story. The very first experience I ever had with Agile, and this is uh, like over 10 years ago, was I was working at a software development company and my client was an ad agency and my end client was a major consumer brand and we were working in three different silos and the agency um, called me every single day, not every, multiple times a day, shall we say, with the next crisis, the next emergency need that they needed for their website. And it was so chaotic. I was the project manager in this case, to give you perspective. And a colleague of mine just started like saying, oh, here's Agile. And he was whiteboarding it in the office. And just like you, I went, well, God, that makes a lot of sense. Like, this is common sense. Why aren't we working this way? So I actually started experimenting with this before... I'd ever taken a training class and really knew anything, but here are the things I did that you can try as well. So I said to my agency client, do you have planned work that you know you want to do? We created a shared backlog. They put the planned work and we created this shared backlog. And then instead of getting about 10 phone calls a day, I only got a few a week. Like we started going, okay, now we have a little space for those emergencies, but most of them are no longer emergencies. And this made us more efficient as a team. The second thing that I did was I broke down those silos. We were at three different locations, the agency, the end client, and the development team. We got on video conference weekly, looked at the website, talked about it. It was informal. It brought us together. We had real-time discussions on priorities, what needs to be done next. Those two things alone sold me on Agile. I was like, oh my God, this works. That is, I love that that's a great segue to what I experienced. When, once I had taken the Agile marketing uh, workshop with you and I got certified, the world shut down and I had a lot of time to think about how I wanted to implement, but I was by myself in Vermont, a, a team of one. Um, and it took me a couple of months, but then I realized I'm a team of multiple people if I, myself and my client is a team, right? Mm -hmm. So I started implementing some of these agile practices and principles and values that you taught me in the class with my clients. And what I found is, and this is something for you guys, I, I say this all the time. And if you follow me, you've heard me say this, meet with your clients more often. <laughs> it's, it's, it seemed counterproductive, right? I had clients who was a meeting with once a month and the more you meet with your client, the more you know what's going on, the more they are forward with sharing their plans of what's coming. And instead of always being behind the ball, which is Stacy, what you just said, you can plan ahead, you can have that planned work, you can 
you know, your their their last minute thoughts can still fit in because you've already done all the planned work. So I love that you brought that up because that's exactly what I experienced. Um, so if you're a small agency or small business owner, uh, if you're working with other people, say you're a marketer and you work with other people, uh, consider your client to be part of your team. And so when you're in a meeting, um, you talk about the planned work and then what what needs to get done. So I absolutely love that that you just said that, and that was that was a really great story, Stacy. Thank you. So when we move into um, relationships, right? We're talking about communication. What are some differences between how people are communicating right now and how when you're doing agile where you're being agile what was what does communication what are some of those differences um especially in either agency life or small teams yeah i think the big difference is it tends to be um, less about quote a meeting where somebody just tells you what to work on and a collaborative brainstorming around the work so that, that's one thing that we do at our company we always suggest a quarterly collaborative brainstorming where everybody that's going to be involved in the work, whether you're the agency partner working with the company, et cetera, um, you know, sits in a room or sits on a Zoom call for a few hours and you look at what desired outcomes there are, you brainstorm what ideas you have and you come up with this kind of shared alignment and then really talking very regularly. Um, you know, depending on the type of work, um, we we suggest usually like a daily huddle for 10 minutes 15 minutes just to say um anything in your way today how's it going can i help you out um so that's how communication changes and i would say there's two sides to the coin when we're talking about agencies there's how you work internally in your agency and then there's how you work with your clients and so i want to make that important distinction so when you're learning agile as an agency you're learning two sides of the coin and I will say that a lot of corporate clients that I have worked with have fired their agency partners who have not gotten on board with Agile or who don't understand it. So this is really, really important as more and more companies are pivoting to this way of working that if you're their agency partner, you can come along with that um, and change how you work with them. And there's, there's quite a bit that you actually need to do a little differently when you're talking about a corporate Agile client. Can you talk about that? What are some of those things that are different? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so one of the biggest thing that I have seen is you don't want to necessarily present them with a done strategy. Okay. So you would want to partner with what they call their marketing owner. If you're, you're doing the agency strategy and really work alongside with them, kind of a, a dueling um, duo, and you really work with them to ideate on the backlog, but it's very different. So when I worked with corporate clients and their agency comes in and everything's done and laid out, that, that goes against the grain of Agile. So it's really, really difficult. And then if you're on the agency side that's producing creative or pro producing work, um, you really would do it along with the corporate team. So you participate with them as a team, you participate in your client's huddles and your client's planning, et cetera. Um, and so you you kind of work on their timeline and into their process. And I see this happen all the time. It's great, um, but it is a change from how agencies have traditionally operated. 
That is actually very insightful because I've experienced that uh, where, you know, it's hard to work with a corporate client um, and being able to figure out how they work as a team and fitting in. Um, I, I love that idea that, or the way you kind of frame this um, for us to understand. Um, I heard you say earlier, you know, one of the issues that you ran into when you were working and when you first discovered Agile was that everybody was working in silos. And that's something that's come up. Um, I was talking to a friend who had gone to content marketing world and he said that the the word of the of the of the conference was silos. Every presentation he went to uh, people were talking about stop working in silos. So it's kind of coming to social media. It's kind of coming to everywhere. But what does that really mean? When we say stop working in silos, what does that mean? And how does it change when you apply agile to this? Yeah. So, you know, I have a, I have a funny story. So I have a client that I went to work with who said, we're really great at Agile. We've been practicing Agile already for a year. And I said, okay, show me what you're doing. And then they said, here's our graphic design team. And they're cranking out work all the time. They're super efficient. Um, they work, you know, they work in a team, they work in a backlog. They do all the, the right things, right? Um, where's the problem with this? They're working in a silo and only producing graphic design without strategy, without content, without anybody else. So nothing they're producing, even though they're doing it really fast, is usable to a client. And then they were upset because their, you know, their content writers were on a completely different project and different pace. So you guys have, you have to align and so when we want to think about a, an agile team, we're looking at all the people that it takes to deliver something to a customer end to end uh, versus handing off that baton. So a typical agile team um, might have a social media person and, um, you know, you might have a, a data analyst, you might have a software developer on that team, you might have a graphic designer, a writer, um, a strategist. So you're putting in all those pieces where traditionally you would have to go hand that to a different department um, and, and think about how long that takes and how much it gets lost in the process of what that kind of end product is to customers by the time you do that versus everybody's sitting and talking about it together and ideating. And the idea with an Agile team is that all those different roles are working together to offer different perspectives to come up with a really great end result, right? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, because I think one one of the big things that, you know, keeps coming up in social media management that sales isn't talking to marketing, marketing isn't talking to revenue, revenue is not talking to sales. So if you're in sales and your initial push was, you know, we got to sell this product. What if they run out? What if you've sold so much and you've run out? But if you're not told and you keep selling a product that's not available anymore, or you're told to market something that sales is um, not aware that isn't, you know, uh, being produced anymore because there's a problem in shipping. Like that's when, when you start working in silos, that's when you run into a real problem. So, um, if you are watching this, listening to this, and you've heard this, you know, stop working in silos, it means putting together a team where all the different people from the different teams, the sales, the marketing, the revenue, the graphic design, the HR can talk and have a place to 
talk about everything. Stacy, we're almost at the end of our half hour. This is fascinating. I love marketing. I love agility. I love being able to use this in the way I work with my clients. Um, and I have you to thank for teaching me a lot of this stuff. If somebody wants to learn more about agile marketing or about what you do and how you help and you know how you go into companies and help them and coach and train, where can people reach you? Where are you most active and what's your website? Yeah, so our website is navigate-agile.com. And we also have a whole learning library there where you all see you know, videos, articles, all kinds of information. So please dig into that um, or reach out to me at my email, which is Stacy with an EY at navigate-agile.com um, or also LinkedIn. I'm pretty active on LinkedIn, Stacy Ackerman on LinkedIn. So um, I would love to connect with each and every one of you, answer any questions that you have um, and see how I might be able to help you. That's awesome. I'll make sure to put the link in the show notes. So if you're listening to this, uh, there should be a link to the website for Stacy um, and go check it out. Lots of um, lots of videos, like she said, lots of learning to be had. And once you wrap your head around Agile, guys, you're not going to do it any other way. I can tell you that. Um, Stacy, I appreciate you being here today. I want to thank everybody who was here uh, watching, listening in, and special shout out to those who stayed all the way to the end, our podcast listeners. Thank you so much. I'll be back next week with another episode of Strategy Talks. Bye, everybody. Bye.